Rabbi Isaac Bernstein is here. He's assistant rabbi and director of community engagement here at Congregation Eight. Hi, I'm Rabbi Bernstein. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thanks so much for having me here. You mentioned that uh, that there was a, a previous time where you almost, almost made it to JM in the AM. Almost. It was my. Uh, I almost was famous, but I, I guess it didn't happen. <laughs> what was that all about? I, I, you, had you written a book? Were no. you uh, were you putting out a movie? What happened? I Tell wrote a, I wrote an article one time when I was in YU about uh, about religious Zionism in YU and mm. on uh, on the YU campus and how there was sometimes an attitude uh, of a little kanoyish behavior, you know, among those who are religious Zionists. Yeah, you know, and, interesting. Uh, okay. uh, I, I'll proudly wear that mantle, but okay, yeah, go ahead. It was called. Uh, <laughs> extremism uh, letter from a religious Zionist. That's what it was. Uh, it was a little, a little controversial with some of my friends. So how does JMNAM work into that? I got an email. Hey, you want to be on the show? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> what, I wanted to let you have it on the air? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, we talked on the phone one time, but it never ended up working out. But uh, I guess I've been waiting my whole life just for this. You're, you're originally from Chicago, right? I am originally from And I mentioned that because, as Rabbi Bentenki confirmed for me a couple of weeks ago on the air, Chicago is a hubbub of serious religious Zionist oh, activity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I grew up uh, very involved in Bnei Akiva. Uh, and in my school, it was always very, very uh, present, you know, religious Zionism and going to camp. I went to Mosheva Wild Rose oh. for my whole life. My mother mm. was a nurse there. So growing I, I My was, father was one of the founders. Okay. So. I, was, I was one of those uh, staff brats there my whole life. Wow. Uh, so yeah, you were a staff kid. Oh yes, boy, staff exactly, kid. <laughs> exactly. All the, all these stereotypes of uh, the staff kid are true. Now <laughs> you can confirm. Huh? How did Rabbi Klibanoff find you and uh, and and uh, bring you to Congregation Eight Chaim? Uh, it's all my wife. It's all my wife. I may be the assistant rabbi here, but it was all my wife. Uh, What's her role? She was. Uh, teaching Sheer in Camp Morisha. Right. And I know Rabbi Klimanov likes to take credit, but it was really his daughter, Gila, that really gets all the credit. Gila, you know, Rabbi Klimanov and the Rebbitson, they showed up to Morisha on visiting day, and they said they, were, they went for many, many years. The first time they ever heard from their daughter, oh, you got to meet my Sheer teacher. <laughs> I, I don't was, think I've ever heard yeah, those words. I don't, th- I don't think you've ever. Uh, I don't think any parents ever heard that really going to. But it wasn't even me. It was my wife. So they uh, they met my wife. They thought she was great, and then uh, I came along with the package. Interesting. And this has been since when? You're officially assistant rabbi since when? Since last year, August. Uh, oh, so we're, pre-COVID. We're in our fir- yeah. We're, no, no, no. Since uh, oh, this past this past August. August. Yeah, Got it. just a so, few months uh, actually. Just uh, about seven, eight months. So, what were your initial impressions of this community? I mean, I, this is not a sort of you know why'd you take the job uh, a question. I'm asking you know as a as somebody who you know w- wants to be here for a while, raise a family, etc. You know, what were your first impressions of the community? Yeah. So before this, I uh, we were living in Teaneck. We were living in the apartments in Teaneck, and before and we were living in Washington Heights. Uh, and so to move to, first of all, just a community with, you know, where I wasn't living in the apartment life was just amazing. Right. Um, but also there's something very special about living uh, specifically in this community because to me, everyone, regardless of where you are in life, whether you're in Chinuch, whether you're an accountant, whether you're a doctor, I feel like it's very, very impo- important for a person to take control and, and have some responsibility in the community. And be able to play that role wherever you are, whether it's being part of the local organizations, whether it's lending a hand in the shul, whether it's – and 
in a lot of communities, you don't really have that choice. They're just they're overflowing with people, and there's six different shuls on one block, and you're running from I daven mincha in this shul, and I daven shachris right. in that shul. Right. You know, first half of shachris in that shul, the other <laughs> half in the other shul. And, you know, you're running around, uh, and, and you kind of get swallowed within the crowd, lost in the crowd there. And when you come to a shul like this where everyone really plays a part, it's, it's incredible. One of the... Uh, one of the most beautiful things I've seen here is I, I, I learn in the base medrash here during the day, which it's, I'm going to get back to in a moment. So, Go ahead. Yes. So, so I, so I get to see, you know, uh, all the people who, you know, right. walk in the and ins out, and out. Uh, ins and outs. Yeah. So y- you'll see people just come in the middle of the day, you know, right. and, and, and take care of this. And, and, you know, people who aren't hired by the shul, mm-hmm. people who, you know, they're not, uh, the maintenance team, Volunteers. but they come in, then, you know, yeah. no one's watching. And they go and, you know, they'll fix the light in the, mm-hmm. in the shul. Or they'll go and they'll, you know, fix the sink in the, you know, and they're, they're people who really care about the community. And I think that, you know, in this shul in particular, you really have the ability to do that. I've seen a lot of synagogues begin the way you just described with the changing of the bulbs and the fixing of the sink. And then it sort of fades away. Here, it seems that the, the love that people have for this building and for the congregation keeps them involved in even those mundane activities. And that's saying a lot for any growing synagogue. Rabbi Isaac Bernstein is with us, assistant rabbi here. Now, I, I just got to go back for a moment. And I don't know if Rabbi Klibanoff w- would agree that this is a big deal to focus on, but the fact that you are here, and, and it could be anybody, not necessarily you, but the fact that you are here studying Torah on a regular basis in the shul, that the shul is being used for spiritual purposes all day long, to me, is very significant. That people, you know, people always say, or, or many have said, that a shul that begins with a Shabbos minion, they're not really a shul till they have a daily minion. They're not really a shul till it's three times a day. You know, everyone has their standards of what a real shul is. Once you get to the point where someone is here, and the potential of Chavrutot as well, right? There are people who study with, and they are here, and, that's, and that sound of Torah is here in the building on a typical day. I think that's a real game changer. Now, you may not think it's as dramatic as I do, but what are your impressions? I think it's very important. I mean, I think that uh, in every shul, in every shul, you know, we focus a lot on the tefillah and we focus a lot on the community classes and, you know, everyone coming together. But I think there's a lot of importance just in the fact of Talmud Torah and having people, you know, learn Torah here. And uh, my goal is that uh, I'll walk in at 9 a.m. and uh, I'll see someone else sitting there. Right. And that, and that you'll have chavrusas all day. Yeah, and you'll course. have community members saying, could you make time for me for yes. 30 or 60 minutes so, a day? So, so we do that a lot during the week. You know, yeah. uh, on, on Wednesday nights, for example, at 8.30, I started off with one person, former uh, mayor of Livingston, uh, Mike Reaver, Dr. Mike Reaver. Hmm. We, we started uh, learning together. And then, uh, you know, a friend started joining, and it's joining. And now uh, we're up to about five or six people. Who have uh, who have joined the the Wednesday night? That's cheer. a five hundred percent increase. <laughs> that is a, that's a very big deal as yeah, far as I'm concerned. Thank God, I, I think people. Uh, something that's always beautiful that I've seen in the shul is that you see people are constantly wanting to grow. You see yeah. that they want it. You see that they want to be able to find those opportunities. Uh, they just need to be presented with them. And if they're presented with them in the right way, I think that uh, they'll take advantage of it. I think it's amazing. I thank you and continued success here at Eitz Chaim for you. Assistant Rabbi, Rabbi Isaac Bernstein, Assistant Rabbi since August, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and the Alchem Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.